Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I wonder if some nitroglycerin will spice up this chili. It's thoughts from the cabin. I got a gig recently writing reviews for a relatively big website. They dealt with general geek stuff, the sewer blood of comic book films, wristwatches that cooked your eggs, that sort of thing. They had a large group of writers, but as board games are very zeitgeisty right now, they wanted a dedicated group of people to review for them. They put a call out, I submitted some pieces and was asked to join. It was pro bono at first, but that was no great surprise. It's a fine example of societal-wide cognitive dissonance. We're constantly bombarded with posters of cats hanging off washing lines and faux-profound Facebook posts telling us to aspire to do what we love. And then when we do, after the requisite 10,000 hours, we're bombarded with disdain and sometimes outright anger when we're presumptuous enough to ask for fair remuneration. If I was given £10 million for every time I was asked to act for free, I'd be face down in my own vomit, slowly suffocating by now. There is just such a large streak in all of us that believes that work should be suffering, and only by spending eight hours of every day bored and miserable can we truly be mature. Anyway, I, I told them I was happy to join the team, and I was given access to their website and Slack channel. They also sent me an email to welcome me. Two words stood out on all of these platforms by their sheer preponderance, and that was review copies. People on the Slack channel couldn't stop talking about them, and my email promised me that soon review copies would rain down upon me. Then I read their style guide. There was, unsurprisingly, the insistence on the three-quarters rule explanation, one-quarter opinion review structure, but rather worryingly, an embargo on negative reviews. They stated in their style guide that you weren't to write a negative review, but if you felt it necessary, you were to contact the publisher beforehand and asked if they wanted to proceed with it. So it goes like this. You source the game, you play it the required amount of times to be able to appraise it adequately, and then you realise that you have fundamental issues with it. I mean, you simply don't like it. After the hours already sunk into preparing the review, after you've promised the publisher a review will be going up, you are struck with a dilemma. 
do you write something honest and then ask the publisher if they wish to proceed when it's clear what the answer would be? Or do you knock something up that accentuates the positive and shies away from the negative and produce something that isn't dishonest in the strictest definition of the word, but is as close to shysterism as damn it? I chose to thank them for their offer, but declined. I told them my reasons and focused my energies on writing reviews for this project. It did, though, lead me to consider what my obligations were as a reviewer, and what follows is a weak-minded attempt to clarify those thoughts. I see my responsibilities as twofold. They are aesthetic and moral, and if you'll allow me, I'll try and unpack all of that pretension. Board games have been around for millennia, but commentary on them is in its nascent state. It's a movement that has been started from the ground up. With the democratisation of media, people are able to flood the internet with any niche obsession they have, and this has paved the way for gamers to expound. These are, primarily, people with no experience or training in this area. They are making it up as they go along, and some have managed to make careers out of it. All of this is to be hugely commended, and what follows isn't meant to denigrate the work ethic of anybody in any way. One reviewer in particular has come to dominate the landscape, and this style of review has come to predominate. It's a style of 70% rules explanation and 25% at best opinion, and I find this structure of review stultifying. Watching a person explain the rules of a game I'm not playing is anti-entertainment. Also, the utility of these reviews is severely compromised. They fall between two stools, they don't explain the game well enough to be a tutorial, and don't offer enough of what you go to a review for to help you make an informed decision. Also, there's no craft, and there's no panache. The board game commentariat is an industry in its toddler stages, stumbling around and bumping into things, but with no real effect. This is changing, and there are some people out there, I like to think of myself as one of them, that are using craft and deliberation when they review a game. They treat the review as a piece of work to be honed and assembled. It's not just the opinions, but how they are conveyed that go to the making of something informative and, most importantly, engaging. I know that my reviews can be a little meandering, but if you've had the patience to get to the end of one, then you are in no doubt as to how the game has affected me, and, I hope, you've been entertained whilst finding out that information. And I understand how cringingly self-aggrandising it sounds to say that I have an obligation to aesthetics, but anyone who puts pen to paper and has an aspiration to produce something good has that obligation and shouldn't lose sight of it. Then there are morals. The central issue here boils itself down to one question. Who am I doing this for? Now it's clear that I'm one of the most flagrant onanists on mainland Europe, so let's accept that a large part of this is arid self-congratulation. But after I've slaked my own thirst, who comes after? It's clear the website I mentioned at the beginning of this piece knew firmly where their obligations lay. That was with the publisher, the faucet that spewed out review copies. They were obviously under the impression that without the support of the publisher, their website would fail. That's why they committed a huge bait-and-switch on their readers. They dressed up marketing as review. They pretended to offer advice when, in reality, they were selling snake oil. I don't want to sound disingenuous when I say this, so trust me, I am being sincere. My only obligation is to you, the people who listen. My obligation is to be as honest as I can. This doesn't mean objective. 
Objectivity is a complete oxymoron when considering reviews. It's as purely a subjective art form as it's possible to be. But it should be honest and not beholden to anyone but the consumer of it. Anything else is rank dishonesty. It's flim-flam. It's grifting. And no amount of disclaimers at the bottom of the page declaring that this game was given for review consideration will change that. Getting free games is nice, no doubt. But these free games are tools to do a job with, not an envelope stuffed with cash to pay for your loyalty. I endeavour to be as honest as I can with every review I produce. And you may think I'm talking out of my rear end, and it's very likely I am. But that part of my body is as honest, if not more, than the whole I speak through. So my advice is this. If you frequent a website and they only give good reviews, walk away. They see you as a mark, a patsy. I'm not saying come to me, but as you're already here, pull up a chair and let me bore you some more. This piece was made possible by the support that you give. Thank you very much. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.